Truth Fairies is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communication experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's get started. Ready, go. And the stare-off has ended. And we're back. <laughs> I lost the stare-off. And welcome to Truth Fairies. This is a podcast where we tell the truth about all kinds of things. Yes, we do. And I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And I just ran a half of a block <laughs> in a full sprint because I was late. Do you need to do some deep breaths? Let me tell you what happened. Okay. As I pulled in, found a parking space right in front but across the street. Uh-huh. But you know... You know how I am. You gave up, didn't you? No, I had oh. to walk clear to the intersection and oh. use the crosswalk. <laughs> I do know that about you. So, I mean, I was literally, I could see the stairs. And you were like, nope, I'm not like, doing nope, that. I cannot jaywalk. No. So I so talked to a hobo um, waiting for the light to change. And I, saw, I, I think I saw him. He told me as I was feeding the parking meter that it's too bad that they don't make fart sounds when you put money in. <laughs> Did he have like gray hair, like a long gray beard? I don't know. I was just thrown <laughs> off by the, the farts in the meter. And I thought, what? <laughs> why is that too bad? What did you say? I, I just hey. gagged and laughed a little bit. I mean, but why would you say, I've never thought, wow, I wish this parking meter was farting back at me as I was dropping coins into it. All I want in life is a fart vending machine that I can put quarters into and hear a fart. And get toots right out of it. Mm -hmm. So anyway. I have some of those. They're called my children. (laughs) And you get farts without even having to add money. Exactly. So yeah, good stuff. But anyway, so here we are. That was one of my, my, like, so today we're talking about etiquette. And I don't want to jump right in, but that was one of the ones that I was considering bringing up is the etiquette of, like, homeless people or people asking for money on the street where it's like if you don't have money or you don't want to give money like do you still smile do you still make eye contact Do you still say hello or is it like don't look don't look don't look oh it's don't look so another story Mm -hmm. as I'm getting right in like you know how the it comes to that stop sign right as you first come I don't know the freeway freeway right there yeah and two people sitting there with signs and I was hoping to make the light, but I didn't, so yeah. I had to stop. So I'm literally That's the worst. like a foot away from them looking out my window. Yeah. Like, here I am in my <sighs> car with my money. Right. And I'm looking at you, and I mean, do you give them the, like, uh, the right. nod and wave? Do you, do you give pretend like they're not do there? You, yeah, because the 
you'd think if manners have to do with anything, you would give them a little weight, you know, treat them like a human being. Right. But at the same time, like. Like, I feel like I have to explain myself. Right. Like, I want to say, like, put my hands on the glass and say, I don't have cash. I don't have cash or I don't give to, you know, I give to charity or yeah, <laughs> whatever. I, just, I feel I feel so. I, and I don't want to make them feel awkward and uncomfortable because I would imagine for most people it they do not love that they're sitting out there with a sign. Right. So it's like the human dignity is to smile, but then it's like you don't want to get their hopes up. I don't know. I always uh, yeah. like, it's always an awkward thing. Yeah. And then it's a different thing to be a woman downtown to make eye contact or smile at just like someone sitting on the street because mm-hmm. then it's a safety yeah. issue. You know, I once got chased off a subway by a homeless woman. By a homeless woman. Wow. I did. So when I moved to New York, I was from Idaho Falls, like not a lot of homeless. And I moved to New York City and I just want to give everybody money and just like, I mean, I had no money. I, my parents gave me like $20 in tips to like pay like taxis and stuff to get, Mm -hmm. you know, to To my first apartment because I moved there alone. I gave it all away in like an hour. (laughs) Don't, what are you doing? Because I just like felt so bad. But one time I got on the subway and this woman who was carrying this giant Barney doll. And, you know, I'm sure I had mental illness issues, but she smelled really, really bad. So we were on the subway, like kind of by ourselves. And I just decided to scoot down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I moved away from her and she started yelling at me and calling me names. And Aww. so finally, I just decided to get off at the next stop. And she followed me off and like kept like cussing me out, like for oh, blocks geez. and blocks. I would be so uncomfortable. It was so scary. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, awkward. It is. Speaking of etiquette. Okay. Not really, but <laughs> sitting here drinking this drink that has a paper straw. Good. I Can we talk about can it? Can we talk about the, okay, restaurants. Here's a little <sighs> etiquette tip. Don't give me a cardboard straw. You know what? I'm surprised we haven't had this conversation because anytime I get a cardboard straw, anyone within a half a mile has to hear me rant and rave about it. And you know, like... 99% of the time, I am an environmentalist. I am a total like hippie when it comes to that kind of stuff. I recycle. I do my part. I use reusable Ziplocs. I use beeswax wraps for crying out loud. Like I use those drop-in tabs for my hand soap with a glass bottle. Like I don't buy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do wait, my wait, wait. damn part. Drop-in tabs. Yes. So you buy the glass bottles mm-hmm. of for hand for hand soap. Yeah. And then you get these little tabs that come in a little paper thing, and you drop them in to refill your hand soap. So there's never any plastic. And they turn into hand soap, foaming hand soap. The tabs dissolve into the water. And <laughs> I, why have I never heard of this? You look at me so mad. All no, I I just am shocked. You know, in my Where guest bathroom, the glass bot- bottle. Yeah. It's just a, like a reusable. Uh, I ordered it offline. Okay. Like an Instagram ad. I don't know about this. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like as a 42-year-old woman that has not been raised that way, I do my part. That's doing. But you give me a paper straw, I get ragey. <laughs> I get it's, angry. You know what? They taste bad. They make everything taste bad. They taste. There is a taste. I immediately, I didn't, I wasn't looking when I took a drink of this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would have known the second my lips touched, but the taste. It's <sighs> like a. It's like drinking out of a paper funnel. <laughs> it is. I know. I should have just left them out. And, and just they get soggy. And I understand it if you're in a coastal community. If there's the risk of this ending up in a turtle's mouth, I actually understand that. But we're in Idaho. <laughs> is that 
Is that what is that what they do? Is and I yeah. thought it was. I thought we didn't use um, soda like six pack. Yeah, containers. That's was that, hurting the turtles. Do everything the everything the turtles? hurts the tur- everything's about the turtles. Yeah. Everything comes back to turtles, Jamie. Okay. Okay. And Fair if enough. you want to save the turtles, you don't have. Well, you know how I feel about animals. Here's my little straw. <laughs> I feel bad animals. I'm not a fan. Well, I just, I do get real mad about paper straws. That's my one. I do get angry. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what else do we have to talk about before we d- jump into etiquette? Before Anything? Jump in. Um, Bachelor in Paradise? Haven't watched it. Okay. Haven't started only because. I started school this week, and that has consumed my every existence. Yeah, your students <clears> came for the back. Few, for the last few days. So yeah. what's good? What's bad? I heard there's a fully naked man. <sighs> Kenny. That, wait. Kenny. Kenny that wanders around with just a black bar covering his uh-huh. hoo-hahs. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> Although, I was talking to Travis about it on the way in when, you, when I was waiting for you to park, and he was saying he thinks that he has on a Speedo because... He's like, how, like, sexually harassing is that? Right. Like, there's no consent for the women that have to <laughs> see have that. have to see that. And, yeah, and especially, yeah, okay, I can't even. I nope. think he's just compensating for being 40. Maybe. Okay, but so. But where's his mic pack? <laughs> like, don't you have to clip uh, that battery pack on somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to know where that's at. There's I don't want to be the mic guy. There's. Grocery store Joe, who's wandering around like he's really regretting being here mm-hmm. for most of the episode. And you know what? I relate to grocery store Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, that's me. Like anytime in a situation where everyone feels like casual and confident and flirty, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm just the, like <laughs> awkwardly I, sitting yeah. in the back of the room. Yeah. I feel like, oh, Joe, I just relate. Joe, what happened to Kendall? Yeah. Broke up, I guess. Oh, that's too bad. He's cute. He's fine. He's cute. He's cute. And then De- Demi's going to come in and I can't stir stuff up. Stir. She is so funny. <laughs> I love Demi. I do too. But she's 100% there to stir stuff up. Oh, yeah. She's not. That's what we love about her. I know. And she fully admits it. Oh, and I it's going to be it's gonna be good. Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go home and binge watch. How'd you uh, feel about uh, the Queen's return? Oh. Okay. Can we talk about that? I haven't seen it. <laughs> She's but, uh, she's rebranded herself from Queen Victoria to Goddess Victoria, uh-huh. and she made sure to mention that name about forty thousand times <laughs> in like a thirty second period. And doesn't she the have Queen is dead? Yeah, doesn't she have a now. totally new face? She does. Like she got some un- work done for sure. Unrecognizable. She's blonde. She's somehow taken care of the eye bag situation, <laughs> which that, let me in on that secret. That was rough. Uh, the styes the have styes, cleared themselves The up. bags. I mean, and I'm not. She got some new skin somehow. Something. Something. Let me in on that secret. Um, Lips. You know, nose. why is that? Why is it that Bachelor turns like Caitlin? I, I, know. I know we've talked about it. You're not even the same person. No, it does. It does. It's too bad. Um, And don't go blonde. Like, if you're, like, I mean, blonde is fine. I'm blonde. But I just don't, I don't like the idea that to be hot, you should go blonde. What's that about? Yeah. Don't succumb to no. the blondness. Just you be you. You be you. Queen Victoria. And Kelsey has no personality. Wait, who's Kelsey? She has Champagne Gate. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. No personality. Like, mm. No nose. Wow. She yeah. doesn't. Okay. She has completely dissolved her nose. And guess who's hosting? 
Oh, tell, please tell me that it is um, Wells. Wells. In my dreams. Nope. David Spade. Oh, why? And Travis, who was the announcer? I meant to look it up. In the beginning, when Chris Harris's voice would normally be there, it was like, it sounded like the Sunday, 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 like come to the Monster Bash. What's the monster truck? The Monster Bash. A monster. He was like a Monster Jam. Monster Jam announcer voice. I have no idea who that was. And I heard on another podcast because it was the same guy did it for The Bachelorette this season or The Bachelor this season. And because, yeah, they replaced Chris Harrison's voice, but they have no idea who the voice is. And they were saying the same thing. They're like, it sounds like it's a sports announcer talking in the background. I did like David Spade, though. I liked how he just, uh, he was very blunt about yeah. how, like, funny and trash the show is at yeah. the same time. So he's just kind of making fun of it. That's what um, we need. So I like that. And then Wells is, like, kind of replaced Chris Harrison's role of, like, actually knowing what's going on. But and kind of being the, like, counselor, which is, yeah. I just throw well, him I, in full time. I hope that at some point they realize that without, like, nobody can take Chris Harrison's place. Yeah. And so they're going to have to completely spin the show to beat, like, like David Spade just mocking it. Yeah. That might work. Yeah. I liked him way more than the host of The Bachelor, though. They were terrible. Oh, they didn't I do anything. Yeah. yeah. And how they just stirred up the drama is what they did. Well, they looked ridiculous, too. Yeah. They both like, yeah, walk they, out with their fake faces uh, and their... They're saying trust the process, but one yeah. of them, like, got dumped on The Bachelor. Like, the process didn't even work for her. It's like, what are it you saying? It didn't work for either of them. How many trust times was Tasha on? Uh, she's only on once, she and she's like actually, she's married to a bachelor. Right. Or a guy from the show, I guess. But so. it didn't, they didn't, they met because it, for, of the Bachelor franchise, but they didn't end up together. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, trust the process, Tasha, well, and no, be alone. Tasha was the bachelorette. <laughs> trust the process, get the fame, and she, then you'll meet another she, guy. She was on, she took over for oh, Claire. Oh, she took over for Claire. So she did oh, end up. dang it. I know. Dang it. Wow, I must have blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking of Caitlin. I yes, Caitlin got up with somebody it didn't else. Work. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I recant my complaint. Although David Spade, like, how do these little kids that are on The Bachelor do they even know who he is? Mm-hmm. They're like, who is this washed up? Someone thought he was <laughs> Dave Chappelle. That was really funny. They're like, what's up, Dave? And he's like, oh, we're just doing that now. And he's like, isn't that Dave Chappelle? And they're like, oh my god, mm. that had to have been a joke. Dave. Oh, awkward oh, for everybody. Good. Okay, well, I'm okay. gonna watch tonight. I'm gonna watch finish up Big Brother. I'm three episodes behind. I will watch Bachelor in Paradise, and I will be back. Back in business. Back in, bi- back in business. Okay, okay, good. All right, talk to me about etiquette. Okay, so this, this is my first one. It is back to school time. Mm-hmm. Back to school. Okay. School. 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 And <laughs> someone on Facebook said, I'm only going to say this once. If you have to bathe and dress your kid, comb their hair, scramble them an egg, and write them a send-off letter before they exit the car... You do not belong in the school drop-off line. Preach. Only people who raise their kids to jump out of the car with backpacks loaded like they are storming the beaches of Normandy while the car is at a slow roll are allowed in the drop-off line. I will be giving stink-eye warnings today, but tomorrow I'm issuing citations. Okay, we we have talked about this before. I just want to reiterate it. Okay, because, um, like, I am the mother that has... My kid prepped. Uh-huh. Like we pull into the parking lot, take off your seatbelt, get your backpack on. Yeah. Do you have everything that you need? Mm-hmm. Slow down, slow roll, unlock uh-huh. the door, push him out. Go. Go, Throw go, him go, a kiss. go, go, go. Throw him a kiss, catch up, bye. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than you're waiting there. The mom's getting out of the car and it's like, oh, just stop it. Be ready. Yeah. If your kid needs help, park. Yeah. I know we've said it, but I I feel like this is a yearly reminder. It is. It for is. For parents. Yeah. Um. Wow, there's so many things. Like maybe I'm not the one to talk about school etiquette. 
<laughs> you know. Now, maybe I am. I but think you're perfect. I'm going to step back from okay. that one. So, uh, no, I do. Ha- wait, wait, wait. Let okay. me just say one about school etiquette. Okay, please. Um, let's talk about, um, okay, how am I going to word this? <laughs> People dissing your child's teacher. <gasps> let's do talk Publicly. about that. Okay. Let's do. So, for example, mm-hmm. you are standing with your child mm-hmm. who is a little unsure about their teacher going the to next a new year. school new school new teacher new everything and somebody says oh who's your teacher and the child says who it is and they say oh i didn't like that one okay don't adults don't don't do that don't do that in front of the kid yeah don't do and that you know even as the parent i don't really want to hear your opinion because that's going to give me anxiety and i'm going to be looking for those things Right. Let me draw my own conclusions. What about this? Only give advice, I don't know, say when somebody asks. Sure. Don't offer unsolicited advice because people don't want it. No. Usually. Yeah. Like if I say, hey, what do you think of this person? Then fine. But don't, and especially in front of my nine-year-old, don't say, oh, that teacher really is icky. Yeah. Like don't say that. Yeah. She's kind of mean and she's kind of old school. It's like. Now my kid's going to have anxiety for the next two weeks until we go to school. Or how about don't say, this teacher doesn't, like, doesn't look fun. Oh, Don't say that. You don't know how fun we are. Don't base your opinion of your kid's teachers on their looks. Right. Because you know what? Those young, cute teachers... Usually, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It does not mean anything. Our favorite teachers have been the ones that look like teachers. Yeah. Or, I mean, you just can't judge. Like, I am am a bundle of fun. You're a hottie and you're a homie. But I may, people might not look at me and say, she looks like a very good teacher. No, they would. My meanest teachers have always been the most attractive ones. I don't know why. They're always like kind of, um, I don't know what the right word is, but they just, yeah. That's it's always what, the, it's always the good looking ones that that's are. That's what uh, my daughter was saying. She's like, I feel like the the good looking ones end up, yeah, somehow being the meanest, and the ones that kind of like just look like that school teacher and just have that nice, especially for elementary school. You know why? I think why I think it's because there is no shame in our game. Like if you <laughs> are like the teachers that come in super like poised and put together and beautiful, all, all these things. It's like they have this. They have to maintain a certain, you know what I mean? Like they want to, they're worried about impressing people. Okay. Okay. Like for the rest of us, yeah. like I don't care. Like yeah. I'm going to dance for you. I'm going <laughs> to sing. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. It's yeah. going to be ugly, but you I know. That. So yeah, it's not about looks and your appearance does not make you fun. No. And I once went into like a back to school night, like meet the teacher day and heard parents tell the teacher, you're going to have real problems with our kid. Don't. <laughs> Yay. Don't do that. Don't. Why yeah. would you do? Why would you set your kid up for that? Because parents are <laughs> sometimes. Our kid's a real a-hole. You're going to hate his guts. <laughs> you are going to hate our kids, just like we do. <laughs> no, give your kid it. a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, you never know. I know. You, you never, never know. know. Okay. Who's going to like who? Or who's not. Yep. Okay. Okay, so here's another etiquette one that is a fun conversation. Uh-oh. So I'm going to read this. It says, hear me out. I fully believe that if you are able to push the cart back to where it belongs, but I, my, wrong, my emphasis was on the wrong so, syllable. <laughs> Do you want to start again? I fully believe that if you are able to push the cart back to where it belongs. There you go. 
But what is the right call here? I load my small children into the car first because my toddler would make a shitty speed bump and the smaller one doesn't hesitate to attempt to escape undoing the cart belt and tumbling out. Anyway, I am always left in the predicament of leaving my cart out of the way, but not in its proper place in the corral, or leaving my kids in a vehicle with it running, which is obviously a terrible idea. I was called a lazy douche today by a lady who thought I should return the cart no matter the children in the running vehicle. I told her that her makeup looked terrible and to have a nice day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Your makeup looks terrible. Have a good day. Okay. Um, so they just confirmed that they are a douche. Right. I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. And that's it. So she just says, you know, I always return it when I don't have my kids, but is what's their right call in this situation? I'm going to tell you. Aside from the grown-ass women name-calling each other in the parking lot. Which is pathetic. But, okay, I why is it? Uh, okay. okay. Once again, it's me. People, your People act so incompetent when they have kids. Right. You know what? I'm sorry, but I bet call me crazy, I bet that you could maybe pick up a kid, Mm -hmm. you could push them over to the cart, return, and then you could hold one and carry the carrier, Mm -hmm. or you could work on a system to get the cart back there. Right. Or, um, let's see, what was another, or or, this is another thing, you could park by a cart return. next to the cart return. Like, use your big fat brain, and if that's an issue for you, park by a cart return. Right. Or, you know what, how about do a grocery pickup? Yes. Even better. I have not been in a grocery store shopping for a year and a half. I'm not kidding you. You're a good planner, though, because I am like, oh, no. I need this. And, ugh. I am lazy. I love it. I Ever since. COVID has done some great things for the world. Not that that wasn't a thing before, but we all kind of got used to using it. Right. And it's stop texting. I know. My husband's <laughs> called me 30 times. So I'm like, what is wrong? Is my house on fire? <laughs> Anyway, focus. I'm taking your sorry, phone. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, no, I, I just, I, grocery pickup is yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I save money. I don't have to get out of my cart. Mm-mm. My car, not my cart. I don't ride in the cart. Um, anyway, yeah, I just. Because they've got those corrals clear in the back. Like you can find a spot clear back find a there. Spot. They're not all right up. Yeah. So there's really no excuse for okay. that. And how. How did you, did you get your kids in the cart in the first place? Right, you walked them there. Did you get them out of the car and walk them all the way to the cart? Because see, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah. You're lazy. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, it's doable. And I feel like somehow that's become the like measure of our society if you're a good person or not. Like, do you put the cart back? Then you're good. Do you yeah. do you leave it in the middle of the thing? You're probably not the best person. I yeah. Leave, take your cart back. And you know what? You know the two worst places are? TJ Maxx here in Boise and the Hob, Hobby Lobby. They don't have corrals. Have uh-huh. you ever noticed that? So what do you do in that Walk case? the entire cart all the I, way freaking back up to the store into their little corral up next yes. to the store. And if I am at Walmart mm-hmm. and I am closer than the closest corral, yeah. I will take it inside. <gasps> What? I, it's just who I am. I've never done I that. I use a crosswalk and I return carts. 
have you guys been to the Trader Joe's in downtown? Yeah, yeah. That's the worst yeah. place to do it, and people do it all the time. Last time I went there, I put back three carts in the cart corral thing because <gasps> I was just because they take up the parking spots. There's only four There's parking like four spots parking. in the yeah, yeah in the whole the place, tiniest. and then you took up one with the shopping cart because yeah, you couldn't carry your three grocery bags. It's not like people get that much stuff at Trader Joe's. You can't Joe's. fit hardly anything into your. Yeah. I mean, and really, you put your stuff in your car, and then you walk it back the eight steps in that, because that parking lot's tiny. We have come, become too accustomed to modern-day conveniences. We would never last as, like, in the olden days. Oh, no. no. You think people that had to cross the plains had <laughs> a shopping cart? I think come it just on. comes down to, like, a basic like community respect of uh -huh. like, we yeah. all have to do this. We all have to park here. Like, why do you, why do you think you're better than everyone else? And you thought you could leave yours in the parking lot. That's everyone else did it except for you. That's what it is. And I wonder exactly what it is, Travis. Even if I wanted to, I would be, I couldn't just, I would wonder who was watching. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah. It's just, I'm going to say, I'm sure there were times when I had my three little kids that if someone was having a meltdown, I would say that there have probably been one or two, less than five, but I'm going to say up to five times that I probably have left the cart. When I was just in that, like, everyone's melting down. I have lost all my cares. I don't care. Like, I'm sure there have been those times. But yeah. it's like, so you got to give some people a break, like, okay, or something major is happening at home and you, like, had to, I don't know. But There might be a crisis situation, but... But for people the take advantage part, of it. Yeah. For the most part, just be a decent human. So while we're on the topic of grocery stores, okay. what do you think is child etiquette in the grocery store? Like how your kid is acting, like throwing a fit. Oh. Let's talk. Okay. Here is an example. Okay. I met Famous Footwear the other day. I mean, not a grocery store, but this is kind of comparable. Okay. And, um, but I want to get back to like crying kids in the store because that... Is a whole other story. But I'm in Famous Footwear. There's this guy in there with this little baby, this little, not baby, little boy running around, like maybe between two and three. Okay. And this kid is like hell on wheels. <laughs> he is running into people and he, run, there's there's some people standing in line and he runs in and pushes <gasps> like the kid in, like in the side and the kid like stumbles over. And the dad that's just walking around behind him at his, his own pace uh -huh. is just kind of no don't do that no don't do that and this kid is my husband my husband tries on a pair of shoes and the little boy walks up to us and steps on the shoe <gasps> oh my god and my husband's standing there and he says right before the kids the kid steps on it he's like um he's like how did he word it it was so funny um what do you think of these shoes and, and the kid steps on, and he's like, and now they're stepped on. <laughs> There's like a footprint on him. Right. And the, and the dad is literally standing oh from me to you and watching gosh. him. And just kind of shakes his head. Oh, <laughs> he's geez. so funny. Okay, people don't like your kids. No. That's when I would pick my kids up by their armpits, mm -hmm. set them on that bench, and say, you do not move until I come. Like, right. I mean, it's not like I'm going to walk away. But it's like, you sit your butt here, and I have to do some shopping. You don't move. Right. And then the kid is so crazy and everybody is like looking at him like clearly annoyed. He's running in between. I'm standing trying to lace Laney's or um, yeah, like put shoes on and he's yeah. walking over us. Oh my God. Finally, he takes him by the arm, like Dad. by the hand and they walk outside like he's going to take him outside in a busy parking lot yeah. to, to calm him down. 
And the kid throws himself back and he's laughing and he's just throwing his head back and like laying and the, the dad is like trying to make him stand. Like what oh what has gosh. happened to parenting? Yeah. Like this kid is controlling everything. Right. That's Ugh, when you it makes see. me crazy. Yeah. Because there's one thing with a kid that's just being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And there's another thing with the kid that's having a meltdown. And right. that's when you have sympathy for the mom. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, I've been there. This kid's overtired. This kid is hungry. This kid had a bad day at school. And you had to go to the grocery store. You had to pick something up. And they, they are just done. Yeah. And it's like, you're acting how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get it some right. days. And that's when you just want to say, just get your shopping and just get, get out, out of there. But, I mean, parenting, like, pe- parent your kids. Yeah. Don't let your kids be dirtbags. Yeah. Because nobody, nobody, I promise, I promise nobody thinks your kids are cute when nobody, they're acting like that. No. You just, know what, you know, know what mom I was? Hmm. I was the mom that, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. You remember the leash, the kid leashes? Did you leash your kid? Oh my yeah. gosh, tell me you did not leash your so kids. So Bright would run. She was a runner. And I'm not going to be the mom chasing my kid like that. So it only took about three or four times. I had this, like we called it the monkey backpack mm-hmm. or doggy backpack. And I would put the backpack on her and hold on to it while I would shop. And she hated it. So then it was like a threat. So it trained her. So it trained her. So I probably used it like three times. And then I'm like, I would bring it and I would say, can you walk next to me nicely? Or do you need the backpack? I can walk next to you. And then she would. But then if she started getting out of control, all I had to be like, do you you, you used it as a tool. I appreciate that. <laughs> Some people just put that leash on, and then it's like people are tied up in knots in the leash, and they're running all over. No, it didn't take a lot. Yeah. And then Deacon was a runner, too. So he he used it a little bit, too. You, you leashed him? Yeah, like in Seattle, like when we were at like the Pikes P, Pikes Market. What's that place oh, called? Oh, Pikes Place. Yeah. Pikes Place? Yeah. I remember, like, you're staying on this because he would be disappeared. Yeah, and somebody's going to throw a damn fish at you. So you got to <laughs> leash him up. Exactly. Um, okay. So grocery store though, what I, I, okay. Again, when your child is having a full on meltdown and you see these mothers that are just shopping and Mm. check people, your children should be seen and not heard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Grandma. (laughs) Goodness. I can say that because I have six children and I know it is not always easy to control them, but I cannot tell you. Okay. I can tell you like maybe twice. When my kids were throwing a fit in the store, mm-hmm. cart full or not, I walked up to the front and said, I'm going to have to be back for this. Uh, yeah. And and I mean, if my kids threw a fit in the store, yeah. we went home. That was it. <sighs> not me. That not was me. It. I'm, I'm like, not... y'all are going to have to deal with this because I need my food. Mm-mm. That's where grocery pickup comes into play. But we didn't have that when our kids know, were little. Well, it's a better place now. Now the world is a better place now that we don't have to interact. Yeah. It's great. Well, I just... Um, yeah, I just I guess I guess I'm somewhere in the middle where it's like yeah. I don't know. I mean cuz there's times that you have to. But you know what drives me crazy? What? Is when you see obnoxious kids like ab- absolutely obnoxious like behave like throwing fits whatever crying yeah. and there's mom and dad and older sibling and it's like can't one of you adults yeah. Because you can tell when it's home. like a meltdown situation versus a nobody care, no one gives right. a crap situation. Right. which is different. It's usually pretty obvious. Like these parents think their kid can do no wrong versus people are just having a bad day and we need to give them grace. Right, absolutely. Usually it's pretty clear. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's like, especially if your kid is acting up in a store and there are several competent adults, and no let one's... somebody take them to the car oh, or, yeah. or let somebody stay home 
with the child. That's what I don't understand. I don't understand family grocery trips. Mm -mm. Whenever my husband was home, the kids stayed home and I went. Yeah. Like we were never like, let's pack everybody up and go buy some Cheerios. No, we did not do that. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. We're not family shoppers. Mm -mm. Nope. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put in a grocery order tonight. Good. Because I I need to to go to the store. Okay. Let me just, okay. So there was one comment left on this read about the grocery cart, mm-hmm. which made me think of something else that's been driving me crazy lately. Let's just have an hour of venting. How about? Okay. So so, so someone says, um, like it was a comment and she said, I think someone had commented. I don't remember, but the, this comment says, please don't leave your children in the cart. The amount of children who are hit by cars while waiting in carts is ridiculously high. It's incredibly dangerous. A, I've never heard of that. Same. B, I have really started to hate people using please in a condescending way in comments. Please. Please don't do that. Please tell me you're not going to do that. And I can understand when it's like a please don't leave your kid in a hot car or please do something that like affects general society. Mm -hmm. Please shower. Please shower. (laughs) But it's this like please leave your kid in a... backward facing car seat until they're 17. Like, why do you care? Yeah. What? Yeah. Or please. Like, please, you're so stupid. Yeah, I saw one the like. other day where someone was saying, we don't have dental insurance. There's quoting us $300 for this. Is that about normal? So just kind of asking, is that the going right? And one of the commenters said, please get dental insurance, blah, 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 blah. Why do you care? Okay. I just Pl- hate this How whole, about this? please do this. Please pay for it. Yeah. You pay for my dental insurance. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but yeah, that is kind of a weird. Uh, the condescending please, and here's my other one, is when someone is asking, like in a public group, like the Meridian Moms group that we that we know and love, that we love and hate, uh-huh, and they say like looking for the best backpack or whatever, and then they say and ready go, as if we're ready. all chomping at the bit, can't wait, and can't wait to give you our best suggestions, yeah, just. Like we're in a contest to make the best comment. Or like we're all just, it's like that that egocentric feeling where the whole world exists just for your yeah. purpose. So the minute ready I throw something go. out, everybody's ready. Yeah. Oh, she needs us. Like it's this race and I got to hold you back. Don't, don't come out yet. But now, now go. go. And I'm sure I've said it before. I probably have too. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have. But recently I'm like, Ugh. do you want me to tell you something that bugs like me? Like I live to serve you. Please. Something that really bugs me is when people ask stupid questions <laughs> in Facebook groups. That you could Google? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, really, like what? I don't know. Help me now. I can't think of one. Like, What time does yeah, what time the does, open? Yeah. Can I okay. bring food into have, Roaring Springs? Have you heard of Google? <laughs> yes. Have you? Why don't you go to Roaring Springs website and ask them rather yeah. than asking every other mom who is sitting at the ready just to respond? And go. Because half of those responses were wrong. You guys should wait till your kids go to college because the parent, like at least the Boise State mom or parents group oh, Facebook dear. page was the most outrageous thing ever. My dad would go through it and just laugh because it was like, literally it was like, so my kid is in like the West Wing of Chafee and he's in dorm room, blah, blah, blah. And he's like worried about making friends. But what time does the BRC close? And it's like, did your kid go to orientation? Like they told you all of this. <sighs> and then they're like trying to interfere on their kid's social life through the Facebook. And I was like. Your kids would be so upset if oh. they knew that you were posting <laughs> this in the Facebook group. Like, it's embarrassing. Yeah, they and it, would. And it just gets even worse and worse because it's all these moms that are, like, scared because they're, like, baby boys going off to college. And so they're, like, posting all these nervous questions. Ugh. And, yeah, just letting you know, it gets worse. <laughs> no, I, that, I would – I check out. 
Like at that point, I'm not interfering. I'm not. Nope. You're on your own. But I say that, but that's going to be me. No, it's not. (laughs) You've got to stop me. There are some things you're not going to do. That's your job, though. You know what those things are, right? Lip lip implants? No lip fillers. (laughs) What else have you been banned from? (laughs) There was something else the other day. You're like, lips and that. Lips, something, and no college um, Facebook pages. Okay. Okay. We got to draw the line. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. What else? You keep me. Okay. This is an interesting one. So someone says um, in, in, in an etiquette Reddit, I think it is only appropriate that a birthday celebrant read out the cards they're presented with. After all, if someone has taken the time to shop for that specific card just for you, it's only fitting. Small gifts such as scented candles should be passed around the table for all to enjoy and sniff. Gift cards and amounts should be graciously acknowledged. That is all. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Agree. No. Maybe pass the candle around. Sure, sure. But everyone wants a whiff of that. And let's be honest. Probably 90, I dare say 95% of cards, people just grab. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I, ev- there are a few people or a few times that, like, I might really look for, a pr- like, the perfect card. Right. But more often than not, I, I look for something that fits. Yeah, this works. Sign the card, whatever. More often than not, I buy $5 cards at Trader Joe's, stick them in my drawer and for then, anybody, and yeah. then just pick one out. And then it's like, you just sign a name to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and, and also, if somebody writes something in a card, that is, I would not want what I wrote oh, in somebody's card I wouldn't shared. I would and the gift card amount is just yeah. offensive. Oh, I know. Some, I mean, I'm sure people would be offended or feel like, I don't know, judged. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, because it's always an awkward, like how much is too much that that would be awkward and how much is being, because if you give someone too much, that's almost awkward. Right. And what, you if think? You're, what if there are two gift cards and yours is the lesser and yeah. then you feel stupid? Yeah. So so people are saying, um, I disagree. and But it's funny, on this etiquette Reddit, everyone's like polite because it's an etiquette <laughs> thing. So someone's like, I respectfully disagree. So someone says, that is something that's really not done. Cards are personal greetings. They are not intended for a party read aloud. And even if the message is not private, I assure you that no one wants to listen to that. Right. And then the OP, the original poster, says, if the gift card amount is $25 or higher, I announce it thusly. Reads birthday card first, shows front of card, then opens it, proceeds to say, and what have we here? A $100 gift card for Amazon? Ding, 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 ding. If it's truly cheap, like a $5 gift card for Dunkin' Donuts that they got for free just for paying their Verizon bill, I say nothing and graciously tuck offensive gift card into birthday card. (laughs) So that's even more. So if you're the one who gave the $5 gift, what if that's all you had to give? I know. And gift receiver looks at it and then tucks it away yeah, and pretends so he's like it ding, wasn't ding, there. Ding, and the winner of yeah. the gift card People are competition and not acknowledging the smaller ones. I hate this person. <laughs> no, it made me laugh. But what about in greeting cards when people like, so my husband puts like my name at the top of the message, like Brooke, and then it's like the pre, like, written poem and then he just like signs I do it that too. <laughs> well I always say something I usually yeah. write something yeah I just do you do I that? do I, I mean my I grandma think, did I think I do it just makes me laugh because it's like he's like like it's like he's claiming it as yeah own. it's like yeah <laughs> yeah it makes me laugh I don't know I'm not a good card giver um okay are you ready for another one mm-hmm. okay so I was born completely 
almost completely deaf, 80% in one ear, 60% in the other, and spoke, quote, like a deaf person. I don't know if that means sign language or like verbally. I'm not sure. Until I was around eight. However, after multiple surgeries, adenoids removed and grommets put in and lots of speech therapy, you could never tell now. I'm still around 20% deaf in one ear and around 40% in the other. But hey, I get by fine now. I've mentioned it in passing to my significant other, but never really went into detail. And in-laws have no idea. So I'm guessing. So I recently, (laughs) I'm like significant other, but then she says in-laws. I don't know. So I recently went to my in-laws with my SO for the week. Um, And to say their tongue in cheek is an understatement. And after a few drinks, two sister-in-laws bring up a running joke they've had where they speak like deaf people who knows why, and even do the flailing arm gestures to mock disabled people. Everyone finds this hilarious. I just kind of sit there awkwardly and smile along. This goes on for about an hour. What? Now the next day, note, I also wear glasses with a fairly high prescription. Sister-in-law walks in and asks to try on my glasses and then announced, you're blind, then hands them back. I've had that exact conversation thousands of times, so I don't take offense, but joked, yeah, I really drew the short straw as a kid being deaf and blind. I was screwed. Sister-in-law's eyes go wide, and I explain my past. Sister-in-law then asks if I heard what they were saying last night. I say, well, yeah, I sat next to you. Obviously, I heard. She goes on to say how I should have said something. They never would have joked in front of me knowing I was deaf. I say, I couldn't care less. I've had it my whole life, but then... It made the rest of the trip awkward. Mother-in-law then says they feel really bad and I should have spoken up and my significant other agrees. And they think I purposefully let them continue to mock me just to make them feel bad. That if I didn't say anything, I shouldn't have said anything at all. And that me saying something the next day is just petty and me trying to make them feel bad. But genuinely, I wasn't that bothered. I'm used to it. And she's just rather not tell people she was born deaf. So they're basically making her feel Feel bad. bad. For admitting that she was born deaf, mm-hmm. so that because they felt stupid when they made fun of deaf fun people of for like an entire hour. Okay, <laughs> I think she's exaggerating because I don't think it would be an hour's. Worth. I don't know. But I don't know how that could be an hour long. That joke, seems like a very long joke. Sure does. But yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, really. That's like gaslighting, and it's fine. Is it gaslighting? Yes, yes. like making. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They, like, how blaming about the vic- victim blaming? That's victim what I was blaming. thinking. Let's victim not blaming. sit there and make fun of. You sure made us feel <laughs> stupid when we mocked you yesterday. Yeah, because you don't know whose sister is deaf, whose parents are deaf, who has different disabilities in their family. That's why we just don't do that. Just people. don't do it. Just don't. Wow, even her <laughs> significant other. I know, and I guess he knew, and just like didn't like kind of forgot about it or didn't. Because it's not like a big issue in her life. So I honestly don't even think she was that, of, like, she wasn't even that offended. But then they made her feel like. She wasn't offended, but then was pissed when they were, well, yeah. like, confront, confrontational about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stupid. I know. I don't think it's our job to tell everybody, like, anything in our past that they probably shouldn't like, I make don't, fun oh, of. Oh, yeah. You don't. Had an interesting conversation with somebody at school today, kind of about that same thing. Like they made kind of a racial comment, but they were like, but it's okay because it's my brother or it's okay because, um, you know, nobody of that race was in the room. And so I'm like, what do you know? That's not how it works. You don't get to shoot like that doesn't make it less racist because it's like. It's like, you know, they say if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, does yeah. it make a sound? 
it's the same thing. Like you don't get to decide if something is right or wrong based on who hears it. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly right. Like a racial slur is a racial slur, whether, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just so because you a, might be with a crowd that might think that's funny doesn't make it yeah. okay to say. Yeah. And and it was it was one student making this comment about his brother. Uh-huh. But I'm like, but it's still, it, it might not be offensive to your brother, but it might be offensive to everybody else who heard it. Right. And I don't have to be that race to be offended by your racial comment. Exactly. I don't want to hear yeah. any racial comments. Yes. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, yeah. Aaron, my husband once had a friend that we had kind of like a budding friendship kind of, and they were hanging out. They had taken the kids to the park and the guy made like a totally racist joke. And Aaron was like, I just was stone faced. And the guy was like, oh, you don't think that's funny? You're too good. And Aaron's like, I just knew we wouldn't be friends after that. Like yeah. there's no coming back from that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just got to be aware. Yeah. Got to be aware of people like no matter what. Yeah. Even if you think something's okay, they knew that it was, they knew that it was not appropriate. Right. So it doesn't like, matter who your audience yeah. is. That's a really good point. Right. But I mean, so yeah, don't, don't, don't assume that you know mm-hmm. things about, you know, where people are at too. Yeah. Okay. I have one more. And it kind of goes along with stuff we've talked about before about GoFundMe and the etiquette of oh. GoFundMe. Okay. <laughs> but it, this is really interesting. So, this woman is like beating herself up, losing sleep, can't handle what happened, which was a few years ago, her husband had a health condition. And at that time, like there wasn't a cure available in their country and it was really expensive and they were either going to have to leave the country or pay a lot of money to get this cure for whatever it was. And so they asked for a GoFundMe and like they got like thousands and thousands of dollars on GoFundMe. Well, then she says, then the cure became um, unavailable in our country, but remained available in our neighboring country. And then the husband, who was in a precarious financial position from previous loans before he met her, and she didn't even know about this, took the donations for the GoFundMe and paid off his bills, paid off the thing because he was unable to get, at the time, he was unable to get the treatment for some reason. Mm-hmm. So instead of like saving it for whenever he paid off bills with it. So she says that she's like, she feels like she stole the money. They haven't been able to pay it back. He hasn't told any of the donors what's going on. And now she said they might be in a position to repay everyone, which she feels really relieved about. But um, they, they have spent like thousands of dollars on the medication he needs to manage his condition, but they didn't use it for the cure, which is what, like the treatment. what, Which is what people thought they were paying for. Yes. How much money? I don't know. Thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think. Let me think what I think. Yeah. I just think go fun. I think there is a place. There's a time. And I think we've talked about this before. Um, but I do feel like like people. I think it. I think you need to use the money for what it was yeah. intended. I mean, yeah. I think that that is, yeah, that's shady. I mean, that's that's like, I mean, how different is that than if I just go post some, make something up and post it on Facebook as a in a GoFundMe, and right. make something up and then use the money for what I needed. Like right. that's essentially it's misleading. Yeah, but at the same time, if he has spent thousands, like maybe the same amount on right the prescriptions, but that's not necessarily what people 
I don't know. That's a tricky. I one. wish they gave us more information. I know. I was I was kind of reading to see if there was any more information while you were talking. I think that's actually a, like is that illegal? Well, that's what people were wondering. Like, I don't think it is because it would be different if you they were like buying like Kickstarter or something. They were like donating to something with like the intent of getting something back out of it. But mm-hmm. if it's a donation, I think you can kind of do whatever with the money. I think legally you're right. I think legally it's like a I mean, morally it's super messed up. Yeah, but like right. I don't I don't think he they broke any laws technically because they did have to spend a bunch of money on medical expenses. And they didn't lie. Like he yeah. really has this condition. They just were unable to get the treatment and instead of saving the money or or giving it back and saying or saying okay, we can't get the treatment but we still need all this money for prescriptions. Do you want your money back or is that okay? I mean, I don't it's know. Just a, it's, I mean, I guess it depends on like how sure is the treatment. Yeah, I don't know. I and don't, is it, I don't know. It's don't like know. a Gypsy Rose Blanchard situation. Yes. I mean, not, but where the mom was literally lying and making, making things, things up, up to get her daughter like Disney trips and make a wish and yeah, that, all this stuff. And yeah. I do, I know somebody else. Who I will not say names. He who shall not be named. Yes, who I'm sure doesn't listen, but you never know. Mouth who, it to me. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Okay. I think I've already told you the story. Okay. They were in college, her and her husband, and the husband's dad agreed to give them like $5,000 to pay off some student loans. Well, in the meantime, like a grant came through like a government grant that paid off the student loan. Mm-hmm. So instead of giving the money back, she got a boob job. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. I know. That's not. And we're all together like that same summer, the next summer. And like we all kind of knew and we all somehow had found out where the money came from because they were like in college. Like she didn't have $5,000 for mm-hmm. a boob job. And Somehow ended up with one. And I just remember we were all like, is he going to notice? Is he going to notice? And the oh. father of Lama was like, has your anatomy changed? <gasps> Shut up. Yes. Okay, don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be ticked if I was the parent. I know. I'd be like, give it back. Yeah. Take those out and give them to give, me. Give me those implants right now. I'm using them <laughs> for my... I'm keeping these. <laughs> That is just, I see, I I have too much of a guilty conscience. Oh, I know. Yeah. I couldn't. And it, because if the in-law was in such a great financial position, then just say, hey, grant money came in. Really want my boobs done. You cool with that? Yeah. But you don't, I just, that's, <laughs> that is so just deceitful. But they're not like, they wouldn't have just given them $5,000. Okay, like, well then you don't yeah. get to just and take that. And they knew that about yeah. them. Yeah. Kind of funny. I can't wait because I feel like I might know who I might know about. I feel like I've heard this before. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of a funny thing. Okay, yeah, don't do that. So yeah, don't don't take money. <laughs> don't people. nobody else should pay for your boob job. Is what nope. this all boils down to. Nope. Okay, I think that's all I have. Is that well? I mean, I have a few others, but we're actually like out of time. Oh, because so. I was late. Yeah. Please don't be late for your podcast. Please don't be late. Please. I need suggestions for my friend who's always late. <laughs> and go. <laughs> I'm the one that's always late, really. Uh, we went to pick up, like, they had middle school and high school orientation today. And for high school, it was, like, pick up laptops. But it's our first time in high school, so I didn't know what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And my daughter goes, we can't be right on time because they don't 
they can't get an expectation that we're an on-time family. They need to know. <laughs> you need to set the set the bar really low. They give them all laptops now? Oh, yes. Because, they have to because of the Because of COVID. COVID. Oh. That's a new thing. Where are, they in like, per, are they in person for school? Yes. Yeah. So but, this is just like a backup if you like are sick or anything, then you're just home? Well, well they did it last year. Mm-hmm. Mid Well, after they shut down, then they had to issue laptops. And so I think now they're... I don't know. Maybe at this point they'll just continue to do it. I think it. now it's just a we have it's them, so stand, we're going to yeah. use them. And you can't like, it's kind of like work too. You can never like take a sick day for work or school anymore because oh, there's true. always just the like the the sick excuse is always there because it's like, all right, well, cool. You can sit in bed and uh, join class from home. And it's yeah. like, oh, I kind of just didn't want to do that. I feel like I'm dying. So Also, where did the public school district magically come up with the money to give every kid a laptop? Or we just don't ask questions like that. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, that's... where's all this lottery money and where's all this like? I don't know. <sighs> Idaho. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, don't I, move here if you're thinking about it. Just kidding. We're full. <laughs> that's so rude. We are full. That's I'm capacity. an implant. Some of them. I'm the an middle school te- implant. No, I know, but. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say about that? Please don't move here from out of state. Please. As you're looking at me. The middle school teachers were saying that they have like 35 kids per class in middle school. Really? Yes. Oh. I know. It's rough. Now you're welcome. You are welcome here. Thank you. Welcome all. Welcome one, welcome all. Yep. Um, okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Send us your stiff. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about next time? Your mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next episode is all about your mom. Send us stories about your moms. Now your we mom. really are going to do yeah, your <laughs> mom stories. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Okay. That could be a whole episode. That could be. I love my mom. I love your mom. I do too. Okay. okay. So send us your stuff. Talk. Um, truth Perry. Truth Fairies Pod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And tell your mom. And tell your mom's friends. Okay. And Instagram. Truth Fairies Pod. Facebook. Truth Fairies Pod. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, just try again. Yep. Okay, so yeah, send us your stuff and we will be back next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.